right. Yes, girl. Y'all know what it is. We're back. Y'all hear the words. Y'all hear them. But yeah, welcome back to the Branding Opinions Pod. Yes. It's Crystal. And Carmen. And we back. Yes. And we back. And we back. But yes, girls. That's all you got to do. Find your own man. Yes. Um. So... <laughs> What's happening here is, you know, it, it's relate, it's relating to the topic of the show, or at least one of them. Yes. So, as I've talked about before, I've been watching Married at First Sight. She's addicted. I, I really I, think that she's addicted. It's my show. <laughs> and that just happened to be in the Dallas area this year. So, yes. it's just even more so intriguing. I'm just like, yay, 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 yay. Right. I'm enjoying it. So, this one particular couple. Yeah. It's stricken with like um <laughs> she said stricken like they got the plague or something yeah <laughs> like the, the the one chick is just so like worried about her appearance mm. and how the guy optics what he feels about her how he how he what he thinks when he looks at her if he thinks she's attractive if it's if she's his type like everything and it's like everything she does and says is wrapped up in this and it's like almost like woman cut right. off your brain let this man deal with you how he deals with you or guy figure out how to answer her the way she needs to be answered right are you gonna drive her crazy and she's gonna drive you crazy in turn but so did, but did she say that she was like like ocd with her appearances in like her psych or like her like her uh vetting phase or whatever like i don't require i don't recall her saying that it was extreme but like you, as as you were watching her before they met, like you can kind of tell, oh. right? But let me tell you how she's. This is what got me, and why <laughs> and why they're gonna be a topic, and why they inspired so many other topics. So they're at lunch, right? Okay. Okay. So in the previous episode, she asked him what his celebrity crush who was, right? And I believe it was like somebody with dark hair. I can't think of her name. Okay. But a starlet with like dark brunette hair. Okay. Okay. It's a lot of those. Right. So this chick has bleached blonde hair. Okay. People still do that. Bleached blonde hair. <laughs> and so she's like, she immediately is like, well, I'm not brunette. Is that going to be a problem for you? <laughs> Am I attractive to you? You know? And it's like, she's struggling because she's not brunette and that's what he likes. That's what he prefers. Right. So that bugs her out, and so they, she meets his friends and, you know, their people, and she brings it up to them. Like, that's one thing that we've kind of encountered. It kind of worries me. And they encourage her through it, which makes them awesome people or whatever. And then, fast forward, they're at this lunch. Oh, no. Right? And the woman and her boy, they're they're sitting there, they're talking, and she says, my hair's falling out. And he's like. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why? I beat you too much. And he's like, okay, well, then let your natural hair grow out. And she's like, are you trying to change me? Okay, bitch. And so you're just like, <laughs> woman, woman, we understand that you are not a natural blonde. We get it. And we understand that he likes brunette hair. We right. get it. And we understand that you're also very, very, like, stuck on the fact that you want your husband to be attracted to you and so if the bleach is pulling your hair out and your hair is naturally brunette how about you just let that brunette hair grow out so you can please him and have hair how about it but she spends this whole thing it makes it like she he's trying to change her 
And you're just he's like trying to help you because it looks like you have freaking hay on your head, dear. And 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 you're just like she is mm. a trip. She Mm-mm. she took him on an adventure. He he decided to go, not realizing <laughs> where he was going to end up. And now look at his face, full of regret. And I'm just like, why would she? Why would she do that? So, but they were. Had they married yet? It, they got married first time they saw each other. So they're married and they're like six oh, weeks in. Oh, you don't in. get to meet this person for like a day? No, like, you marry, you meet them at the altar and which you're getting married. Oh, so you see them moving about individually like you, you, up until when they actually Individually, yes. Like, so okay. the, you, meet, you meet their friends and family when you're walking up the aisle. And then... If you're the guy, you meet them first, and if you're the woman, do they show like their like reactions like prior to walking down the aisle, like watching them being like all nervous and like yeah, like, like some fidgety of them, and... a lot of them are saying, "I don't. Why am I doing this? Why did I do this? I don't know what to do. I don't want to do this." A lot of them are doing that. Yeah, yeah. This is why I love the show. Listen, she has clearly brought some baggage. Oh, from a previous relationship, Man. and she's dumping. Yes. On this poor guy. Poor guy. And that is unfortunate. And he should run. Hopefully he can well, just no. get it in so, a So listen, no. So, but I think it's going to teach him a lot about himself too. Okay. Because he's very like, he's very vocal. He's like one of those men who I think the average woman would want to be with because, you know, he, he cares about his appearance. He keeps himself up. He can take care of himself, you yeah. know. And like, you know, he's like, he wants to do nice things for the woman he's with, he, he right. He lives for it, right? Oh, it was sweet. So he's a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he's honest. So like right after that episode where, <laughs> <laughs> right after that episode where he, you know, she freaks out because I had lane right. They show a clip of the next episode, and me, me and my husband just fall out. Well, they're on this horse carriage ride, and he tells her, "Uh, you smell overpowering." <laughs> That's how they play. <laughs> That's all they play. And so you just know. <laughs> she took a bath and some bath and body work. You you just know her little brain is like disintegrating. <laughs> like this, you just know she ain't got nothing to stand on after this comment. And so you have to wait a whole week to watch it because you know oh. she fell apart, right? So I'm just like, my goodness. How important? How important? Is it, you know, because I know you've been married before. How important yes. was it for you to feel like your mate was attracted to you? Not based on what he told you, but just for you to feel like he was. It was, it wasn't that important because I felt like I had the juice until I started gaining weight. Ah. But in the beginning, I was like, I know I'm fine as cat hair. <laughs> all you bitches I'm about to pay dust you hear me <laughs> but you know as we progressed in our relationship when I noticed that I was starting to gain weight and it was harder for me to get it off I did become self-conscious, self-conscious. Yeah. and I did like I said like, okay well Carmen you know you've gained this weight but you don't have to dress like a slob so I, I, I did still do my best to make sure that I look very presentable and that you know even though I was a little heavier you know, but it got to the point where he was like, you have a cute face. And then that's when I knew that it was over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. When the man tell you that you got a cute face, that means, listen, this shit about to be over real quick. No, <laughs> listen, so <laughs> you are killing me right now. Um, 
so like how did it make you feel personally though it made me feel because i that was i can honestly say like true like we're being fully transparent here mm-hmm. that was the first time in my life i ever felt ugly oh that was the first time in my life and not saying that like my self-esteem was like like crazy ridiculous high but i've always i had always considered myself a pretty decent looking chick like i'm not the most beautiful but i for damn sure ain't looking like a boot out here you know what i'm saying (laughs) but that was the first time that i really was like damn like damn you might be damn you might be ugly dog oh man (laughs) i was like shit and so obviously with that stress I'm not dropping any weight, no matter how much I'm working right, out. Because right. now I'm holding on to everything. What's it called? Cortisol, whatever. Like, I'm just holding on to everything. And I'm like, I'm just, because he was a health nut too. So it was like, clearly he wants a woman that is healthy and, 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 and looks healthy and is healthy. And I'm just not that at this point. And that was also when I realized that I had rheumatoid th- rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. which is an autoimmune disease, which inflames your joints, which makes being mobile painful so it's like he want to go hiking and i'm like nah right you know what i'm saying we can't so yeah i was just like looks became an an issue issue, but they weren't initially Hmm. but i think that's true for many yeah you know the progression of relationship i feel like early on like happy weight they say right yeah both parties are just like Feeling each other, and you could pretty much tell that y'all eat and sleep and breathe each other. You ain't got nobody to worry about. Ain't nobody like me, right? And it's peace, you know. Like you just know that, right? right? But as the relationship progresses, like things change. You may have had your first few arguments. You realize where your weaknesses are, right? And then you got the nerve to be putting on weight. Like what, <laughs> you know? But I feel like women, we take on the, so much the the stress. Or uh, the worry of weight gain more mm-hmm. than men. Because men feel like they can look like sacks of laundry out here. But still expect their girl to look like, you know, a Build-A-Bear or some shit. You know, a Build-A-Body. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Build-A-Bear sounds just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you see these dudes who look like Danny DeVito. But they expect and require their woman yeah. to have abs and a fat ass and right. perky boobs and no and, stretch marks. Like, yeah, just perfect. Uh, you know? Model of perfection. Yeah, absolutely. This is true. This is what they expect. They don't feel the pressure. They don't. They feel the pressure around other men. They feel. I feel like the only pressure that men feel is to have money. Is to have money. Yeah. And even when they're around other men, that's like the first thing because one of them can be kind of fat and ugly, and the other one can be like ripped and have a nice body. But if the fat and ugly one make more money, this ripped one might as well just you know right. be a bug at the bottom of his shoe. You matter <laughs> not. Ah, you yes. know, and that's pretty much it. They fight. They, it's a lot of squish bugs. Out yeah, here. they compare with their wallets. You yeah. know, it's hey. Yeah, have you ever felt like that? Oh, truth be told, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now was a part of like how it was really hard on myself. Mm. You know, like uh, if I so much as you know felt like uh, I didn't look a certain apart or look a certain way. I was hard on myself yeah. and like, I kind of like sabotage myself into, you know, shape or something like that. You know, like I, yeah. I did horrible things to, to look a certain way just so I would feel better, you know? Right. And it was, you know, of course, counterproductive cause you know, you're doing this and you can't do it forever, Right. you know? So eventually you're going to, cause we all remember how my detox went. 
<laughs> and, and it, it just it's just like you kind of give up but another bad part of it is like a part of me i needed confirmation mm. i needed confirmation that i was awful you know so a part of me was kind of trying to push it out of them to like insult me so i can get like the motivation to go do something you know right right, right. which was crazy you know because then you go use all that against them even though you're trying to pull it out of them you know it's so crazy um yeah so i've been there i absolutely been there and like right now you know knowing that i'm not the way that i want to be um and after you know having a child and she's four years old so like does it legit take you four years to lose weight if you're gonna lose weight and i don't know i could these I, celebrities put a lot of pressure on the everyday woman because listen you've got the personal trainer that's coming to your house. You've got the chef that is, you don't have to think about what to eat because he's preparing it for you. All you got right. to do is sit down and stuff it in your mouth, right? Right. And then, I mean, I feel bad for them because they're under these ungodly time restrictions to get back down to a certain way because now they have a movie that they're shooting right. in three months. But their, their work, everything that they do is also centered around it. So it makes more sense, you right. know? Right. Like you're driven, like you're, 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 you're living is based upon this. So I understand and I see how there's a different pressure. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of beyond like physical, you know, you just want to look a certain way. Right. It's more like professional. Mm-hmm. This is what I do for my job. You know? So I feel like you have a different type of balance, which may in turn make it easier to lose weight because you're not just like, I don't look good if I don't look this way. Right. You know, it's more like I make money looking this way, you know? Right. So I get it, but I just but for the stay at home mom who's got kids hanging off of every arm, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. Yeah, and yeah. you feel you feel less than sometimes you because do. your husband might not look at you the same way. Even still, even if you are fit, like I see so many women that look great and they they have like three, four, five kids. Mm-hmm. And, but they're also you can also tell like their hair looks brittle or. It's just like there's there's a telltale sign that (laughs) there's a telltale sign that they might not be taking like the utmost care of themselves. So you're just kind of like, I I appreciate your body, you know, for all those kids. But like, are you taking care of yourself? And Mm -hmm. and, and not to be like racist or anything, but I do notice that the white culture, Mm -hmm. they I feel like they put a very big emphasis on staying slim. They do like. It's like, like, I don't know what those men are doing or saying or, you know, portraying to these women if they don't look a certain way because they don't play. Like, these women's snapbacks are unreal. It is definitely a culture thing, and I will say because I date men. I don't don't give a damn. I date men. And I will say that I get get more, um, what, how am I trying to form this? White men give me less grief about, being a little chubby than black men or Latin men. Really? So you just think, you think maybe white men are, they're attracted to like, they'll never say it, but they, they are attracted to rounder bottoms and fuller breasts. And you don't necessarily have to have, I don't think that's true for every white man. The ones that I've dealt with have never given me grief about my body. Okay. Well, I I do, I do, I do, I do want to, um, align, like maybe they're just more understanding 
and they don't make the women feel bad about it, which right. may make it because just like, I guess they realize that this is your body type. Like you can't help but have right. wide hips. And so then as they're changing, like there's nothing, like there's no cortisone, no risen cortisone levels that make it harder for them to release rate. So they get to where they need to be. But I feel like with the white women, maybe other white women, like their mothers mm. and sisters are pressuring them more. Yeah. Not to be fat. You need to make. You need to be proud of you. So don't be looking like the good year plan. Okay. okay. What, who? Who was it? Me that said it, or was it you that said it? That hood rats have the best snapback after. Babies? Hood rats got the best <laughs> snapback. It was probably me. <laughs> hood rat. Hood rat. They have the best snapback. Yes, do they do. Me? Yes, they do. Let Let's. Inca- First of all, <laughs> the, the age of the average hood rat with a baby helps That's, out. They yeah. usually have children younger. Forgive me if y'all taking offense to this. It's just the truth. All right. Um, <laughs> so their age play is a factor. And then, like, most of them don't have cars. So they're walking. They're riding a bus. Mind you, they're lugging these carriers. Like, come on. Listen to me. Like, all the walks to the store to get the formulas and they, all this stuff. They're, like They're chasing after new men. To find new men. They got to get right and tight just for the potential new daddies because the old one has gone. He's not there. He's no longer exists. Listen, the snapback of your average hood rat is impeccable. I'm so tickled right now. Impeccable. Which hey. further lets me know there is that there is a real uh, a real age when it's better yeah. to, you know, be trying to have children. Hey, listen. And I and, and you know why millennials and you know a lot of people are trying to wait till they're financially stable. Yeah, you're gonna be financially stable. You better take care of a child, right? You will be. But once you let your uh snapback coupon expire, listen. The work is yours. Hey, I my mother would say all of the time that having a baby after thirty five was the worst decision she ever made. It just does something to you. It's harder. Like, the whole thing is harder from conception to birth. Like, Listen, it's so hard. I, I can tell you that I don't feel like it was extremely easy to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I wasn't after 35. I wasn't older than 35, but it wasn't extremely easy to get pregnant, like, right after 30. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the pregnancy itself was fairly easy. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had, you know, I didn't, like, I didn't have a natural birth where they didn't give me anything. I'm just saying she's natural in the way that she came out of my V. Right. And, um, so like that was natural. I didn't have to get cut open or anything like that, but like that part was fairly easy. What was hard for me was, um, the balance and act of new mommy. Yeah. New mommy with husband and new mommy with husband and job. Do you, if, if this is too personal, then don't answer. Do you think that you suffered from like a postpartum depression? Absolutely. I feel like, um, I feel like it's in there, you know, like, a lot of people, you know, fare differently. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. do definitely need to seek out help and get a counselor and, yeah. you know, that type of thing. But some people just need to identify mm. what they're experiencing and, and read about it and know how to counter it to just kind of, you know, ease their way through it. And I'm I'm one of those people. I just need to be able to identify right what I'm going through. Not to where, like, I'm going to hurt something to someone or myself or what. I just need to identify what I'm going through. Understand this is a thing. Right. And work through it, you yeah. know? And so, definitely, it it was. Like, I remember, like, you know, at one point early on, I felt like I had to do everything. Mm-hmm. And it was easy. Like, if you're going to be at home and you're with your child, yeah, that's something you have to get used to. But you, it was easy to keep the house clean and cook, you right. know? Right, And make sure, you know, the baby went through their routine in the day. But then once you... um 
add another element like going outside of your house and working, something has to give. Mm-hmm. Something has to give. Right, right. Now, I know there are some women who can do it all, and I commend them. But I early on felt, realized that I wasn't one of those women. Right. If they are what you call super, I am not. <laughs> and um, I accept that. Like, yeah. my house is not going to be spotless. Um, you know, my child will be. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'll, 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 I'll do. Right. And, you know, honey, if it's important to you, you better talk to me. Right. Because if you don't, I'm assume you good, you know. And, 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 and that, a lot of people, uh, marriages fall apart. Because there's no communication. Because there's no communication, like, right after a child. And there's so much going on with the woman. Like, the man might be complaining that the woman isn't physical and not, you know, doing her wifely duties. But he's not taking into account that she might not be, she might be ashamed of her body now. The woman birthed a 10-pound baby. Listen. Leave her alone and when she's ready she will let you know trust me so a lot of these things are not like obvious occurrences to everybody involved right. like like it's it's like for me in my particular situation like my husband was pushing pushing the baby um the car for like the longest like baby 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 like right. he really really wanted a baby okay and like when we were in houston like it wasn't a big deal when we got out here yeah. It was like, it's time, you know? And so I was just like, okay, we'll see what we can do. And so we, <laughs> you know, we had a child. And I, I tried to tell him, like, you know, you know, we have a baby. Like, everything changes. Like, this quiet and shit at, it's going to go away. There will be you know, no more There silence. will be no, you know, like, we won't have this time, like, this extra time. We won't be able to just get up and go. We'll have to have, you have to be able to account for either somebody taking care of our child or, you know, we, we won't have this. Right. Which we enjoy and we we thrive in this. We won't have it. I'm good. I know about it. You know, they think they know everything. I don't think they push books on men like they push books on women. Like they you don't. so much as go to a, a your first little doctor's appointment. They give you packages of books and, you know. Well, you know, they say that um, women become mothers the moment they realize they're pregnant. And fathers don't become fathers to the baby born. True enough. That's fair. Like it don't click for them until and it, they can actually physically see, you know, the little loaf of bread. Like, oh, <laughs> oh we got to keep this forever. It's going to depend on us forever. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so even to this day with that sentiment, like, Roy always, every time she has a birthday, we kept a human alive for four years. Like, yes. it, that is how he feels. Like, we have kept his human alive like i guess a part of him felt like we know what we were doing mm. and i guess if, if you if you if does anyone ever really know what they're doing i don't think so so i just think like men don't get it yeah. right away like they yeah. don't understand like all the things that you're going through like your body's not the same you, you've changed over time like you you wish that you could have this baby and snap back like so many other people do or it looks like they're doing right, right. and then you don't and then you're questioning you know and a lot of men can't even have sex with you when you're belly big because you're pregnant with the baby in there right. a lot of men stop having sex because they get weirded out like yeah like <laughs> what five six months in they yeah be, girl what's that nope it moved stop it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so a lot of women just kind of cut on their head like well i still have needs I'm just going to ignore them because he might not be okay with it. Right. And then mind you, the baby not in there and you still have this little stomach. You you just feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. He kind of set the tone early on or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, 
but I feel like a mature man and one that's truly understanding. Like, I mean, they can understand, but not understand like what their wife or girlfriend or whomever has truly gone through. They can do their best to try to empathize. Okay. So that's what I'll tell you. They can try. Uh, what I've been, what I've read and what I've experienced personally is like, they have like understanding, but it's like limited. Like they give it like maybe eight months top mm. on average, eight months. Yeah. Some people, some people don't last that long. Right. Some people can go to a year almost, but like there is like this jealousy that happens between the father. Them used to be my titties. Yeah. And like that was a baby on them. Like all the, the, time. the man feels replaced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's this jealousy that happens when the mother and the child's bond is so tight. Mm. So, like, at a certain point, like, that understanding kind of just dissolves and they just become selfish. But they have to communicate that. They don't know how. Like, they feel like it's understood. No, you have to say, hey, I understand that, you know, we've got this little baby, but I just need one evening that's just us. Or I need, you know... 45 minutes of just like uninterrupted maybe when the baby down we can just whatever like you have to communicate because we're not mind readers i mean you have like your connection to your child where you can mm-hmm. sense yeah what's yeah, happening but i don't true. have that with you you grown man you have to use your words let's right. use our words and so like I, I feel like you know they can write a million books about that but like you almost have to live it to mm-hmm. to see like how it affects you and like i feel like the books will prepare you in a lot of sense but i feel like there is no, I don't feel like people have taken up that market. But do you think that that's a conversation that should be had before the baby even get here? Okay, we a month out. Yeah, dude. so. I need you to understand, you have to let me know when you're feeling like I'm putting you on the back burner. Right. you have to know that it's not my intention. Right. And also, another way for men to be involved, but they don't, is like taking care of that woman. Because she's not taking care of herself anymore. Not to that extent. Because she's taking, she's giving everything she got to this child. So if you wanted to be involved in this circle, like maybe you should then be a caretaker of her to mm. make sure she's okay. Yes. And and you asked me what I recommend. I would recommend like there was special counseling for couples that are pregnant, so the man could know. Oh wow! I, yes, the man can know all of what to expect, and he just not be blown away when like there is this this separation, right, of sorts because that woman has not is not going to play that role that she's played for so long so do you think that sometimes men underestimate the change what exactly maternal instinct is yes yes i I think they underestimate that and I felt- i'm pretty sure at that point because you, you have to tell me because i don't have children i'm pretty sure once this baby gets here like you're hyper focused oh god like you're hyper focused and you can just What's that little mark? That wasn't there yesterday. What's going on? You know uh, what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that, I think that that type of counseling should be mandatory. Yeah. And that people just don't really just think that far ahead. And like, like I said, like this, this kills a lot of marriages. Mm. First baby, because men just don't understand like the right. difference. Like y'all, you've had this woman catering to you for the last for four the years longest. of your relationship. And then here comes this baby, and, and it's like, the fuck you talking to me for? And so here's another, here's, here's like an ideal, right? Right. So just having a baby, I'm going to say maybe like the first week or two, I probably didn't even have to change that baby. Because like my mom and Broad, mm-hmm. they were both like helping, you know, right. so I can kind of recoup and gain some energy. I don't, I don't have, to, I didn't have to do anything. Like my, Broad was very, very active and helpful. Yeah. But 
like when I at when I was alert, like my hormones were still raging, and he wasn't doing. He wasn't mindful. Like he didn't pay attention. Like mm. you're pulling her. You know. You, you know. It's like it's like this little weird thing that you have to where they they can't do anything right. Mm. Right. And it, you and then you, that makes them feel uh, it, inadequate. In it makes some them way. feel like she's pushing me away. She doesn't even want help. She doesn't want to even acknowledge that I'm helping her. Yeah. You know. And so it's like yeah, you're helping, but you're doing it wrong. You know. <laughs> and it's weird. Like I, I I felt really bad. Yeah. You know. Once you came to the conclusion that that's just what you were doing, and you didn't mean you were, you were happy that he was there to help, and you appreciate him for it, but like you were, you just wanted to make sure you've been safe with the baby. Right. The baby. It's, you know, very important. And so, like, me, I was one of those women that, women that were extremely hyper-focused because I watched that baby breathe when she was asleep, when I should have been asleep. Because mm. baby finally went to sleep. I'm watching up, down, up, down. Girl. I might doze off. Up, down. <laughs> Listen, Girl. craziness. Like, I tell everybody the baby was fine. Mm-hmm. I was out of my mind. Mm. I was out of my mind. Like there were so many nights where I was taking the baby to ride, like take him tired. The baby was in the bassinet. I had nothing in my arms. I was, just, <laughs> I was just like so insanely tired. That reminds me of this video <laughs> that I saw on Facebook. This woman, you could tell that she was just beat, mm-hmm. and it was like one of those little, um, like little bouncy things mm-hmm. that kind of like like sways or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was rocking it with her hand, and there wasn't no baby in it. Oh my god! She was just rocking it. And her husband was like, go get in the bed. And she was like, but the bed. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. I was like, oh, baby. That's got to be. It's so hard. <sighs> and then, like, she didn't latch on or whatever. Oh. It was so important for me to breastfeed. So I was intent on pumping. Like, I was like, this is what I'm doing. So I, well, I had to wake up every three hours of the pump. Girl, and like you wouldn't get a lot of milk at first, and then you started getting a lot of milk, and you just had to, you know, you did all it that. was a lot, it was a lot, it was a whole bunch. A Puerto Rican lady once told me if you're having trouble producing breast milk, drink beer. What, what I don't know, something the beer helped you produce, so you would just pump and dump like the first, like, uh-huh. one or two batches, and then you should be able to do okay. your thing. Well, a white woman told me, like, that when you do decide to drink alcohol or whatever. And you, you want to pump and dump. She said, save some of that because when the baby's not feeling good, it'll put the baby out. A white lady told me that. And I was like, did you call social service? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you serious? Are you, kid- are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness. Why would you give your baby milk and alcohol? Okay. So I think that, I guess, circling back to, like, the beginning of the insecurities mm-hmm. and, like, that can really, like, can really hurt a relationship. Insecurities, extremely hurtful to the relationship. But it's like men don't, I don't think men are capable of understanding that. Like, I I think there are men out there with insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like, if, just for an example, everybody knows Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's a man that really has some serious insecurities. Not to, you know, jab at him or joke, you know, talk about him. But, like, that, it's a real thing. It is. It's Especially when all of your sisters have have built their bodies and you're really striving to just make, to get to that point on your own in a healthy manner. And it's just not happening for you. Right. So it's like, that's gotta suck. So I know like there's insecure men out there, but I'm just like for women, it's like really, really, really a thing because we are, we, we're, what's the word I'm looking for? We are inundated from little bitty baby girls that, 
don't be too smart, right? Because nobody likes to know it all, right? Uh-huh. Make sure that you're looking cute mm-hmm. and, you know, you want to they're, – they're telling us all of these things, how to be, how to look, how to dress in order to get a man. Right. And then, but for men, it's like go to a good school, go to a good graduate program, make sure that you're making the right connections so that you can build a career. Uncha, 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 uncha. But that's also to make you a viable candidate mm-hmm. for the right woman. Right. But only if she look like this and act like, like this. this. <laughs> it's 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 all convoluted. Yeah. So that's the thing, and so it's just you don't know what to do, but. The insecurity, like it's just it just in turns take you takes you from a confident woman to like someone who's like maybe a shell of herself because like I feel Pretty like much. confident women are also being confident is what helps women you know be powerful right and make them more attractive right so it's like you're almost hurting yourself. Dealing in the insecurity of what you don't have, what you don't look like, what you should look like. Right. Like, we don't understand how painful that is to ourselves personally and to the relationship. And, like, how it just changes our appearance. Even mm-hmm. if we don't do anything different, just the fact that we are confident changes our appearance opposed to just, like, second-guessing and being insecure about what we look right. like. Right. But, yes. But that takes me to, you know, of course... Another running thought of an insecure woman is, is he cheating? Uh, if you have to ask yourself if he's cheating, he cheating, sis. <laughs> Duh. All I right. mean, that's just, I mean, because like you say, like when you truly love someone, you know their patterns. Mm-hmm. You know when they're happy. Mm-hmm. You know when they're sad. Like it, it could almost be to the point for some people, you can feel it almost and you'll give them a call at lunch. Like what's wrong? Right. So, I had a feeling that something right, was bothering right, me. Right, right, right. We talked about that. Like, the feeling is real. That's a real thing. I don't remember what episode that was, but I feel like we talked about it. Yeah, we did. I can't remember either. Uh, but, yeah. so Because we real... deep in this thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, but, yeah. So, uh, but the, the thing I want to focus on in this case is what is appropriate for the woman to do in this case? Because... I, I get this. Like, I always hear, like, you don't need to go through his phone. And, like, um, you, like, like, what do you do? Like, I'm in that bandwagon. I don't go through people's stuff. So, I'm just like, how do you confirm your man is cheating when your man is trying to protect you from being hurt? How do you confirm a cheating You have to. Partner. Words mean things. Right. So if he if you ask the question, George, you cheating on me. Golly, y'all play too much. And if he says with who, you know, we cheat because that was a yes or no question, girl. Or if you come to him and say, who's such and such? Clearly, I already know what's going on. How, how are you suspicious of such and such? Um, <laughs> I guess I could be suspicious of such and such if. At the company function, she keep grabbing on your arm. <laughs> what if that's? What if? What if they know better than to do that? Like how? How do you know? How can? How do you get up enough art? You know, just outside of the feeling. How outside do you? Of the feeling. How do you just say? Oh, I'm not just being insecure. Uh, making up stuff. 
how it's, it's um, that time of the month, so I make up stuff that time of the month. Like, how do you, <laughs> how do you confirm this is something that should come up in topic without um, him hushing it, sweeping it under the rug with good reason? Okay, but okay. So just aside from the feeling, if their mannerisms have now changed, if if like clockwork, we're having sex two to three times a week, it now is down to one. Mm-hmm. Listen hmm. to me. I'm gonna tell you this real What's quick. What's happening here? I, I know. Or of you're men. staying out later. I know of you're men. You're going in earlier. I know of men who <laughs> who would cheat and go home to their wife and do it all over again okay just to keep it regular just not to raise the question not gonna be double dipping the dick now listen i'm hoping he took a shower (laughs) in between but i know of men who never enter the house i don't know without laying it down I... i know of men i know of them oh my goodness that's just trifling but well, I mean, we're talking about cheaters, so I guess cheaters. I'm just saying. But my my <laughs> real thing is, my real issue is, what does the woman do? Like, okay, so she finds out. Right. However she finds out. However she confirms it and brings it up in conversation and can, you know, very surely, like, run up on him and confidently say, yo, you're messing up. What's going on? What we need to do? Because I, otherwise, I feel like you have to, you know, catch him in the act. And then if you catch him in the act... How do you respond? How do you respond? I know uh, the average chick would say, yeah, I'm going to charge him up, talk to him. I'm not worried about her. But what if you are worried about her? Mm. What if you know enough about her to know that she knew he was married? <gasps> do you do you owe her any exchange uh, of any sort? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's uh, simplify it. Let's simplify it. Let's say they're not cheating and she just kind of approached him when you walked away in a restaurant or something. Oh, you bold. So what do you, how do you run up on that woman? I don't, I still don't think I'd run up on her. What, did, what would you I'd do? I'd check him. So he, she approaches him. So, so, so you gonna let me walk off to the bathroom. You ain't know I turned around to make sure you was watching my purse and you over here laughing with this bitch. What's really going on? So, cause I hear the saying like, um, uh, a real woman would say something. Uh, this is, listen, everybody has all of the I do until they're actually in that situation. This is true. I can honestly say, Krista, I don't know how. I, re- I guess it depends on how much I'm really into this dude. Because even when I was married and, you know, even then I feel like I'd still be like, this is dumb. Why would you do that? Why would you do this? It's clear that you don't give a damn about me. So... Mm. A part of me feels like a woman has to go off at least one time for her husband. Like, don't come over here with that. Get over <laughs> here. True. With that. Nah, nah, nah. Because men, lo- men love crazy till it's directed at them. Right. So I feel like a woman has to go off a good one time on somebody. Have you ever had to go off? I haven't. Like, I just haven't. Like, I haven't. I don't know why, like. Past or present relationship. You just haven't had to? I have never had to check. I mean, when my when one of my boyfriends had cheated on me in high school, you know, I asked him, you cheating on me? And he said, with who? And I was like, okay. All right. That's how you, that's <laughs> how you hear the head, with who? You see what I'm with saying? With who is your but, yes. But even before then, 
I guess he had dated this girl that I went to school with and she would always say to me, he's going to cheat on you like he cheated on me. He's going to cheat on you like he cheated on me. Blah, 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 blah. Some time goes by and he acting different. Mm -hmm. So then I just simply asked the question, are you cheating on me? And he says, with who? I said, are you banging blank, right? Why can't you just say anyone? Because like that. Well, I, I, I asked him her name. I just don't want to put her on. I doubt she's listening, but I don't want to put her. Yeah, name you don't have there. to. She's not that important. <laughs> and I was like, are you banging blank? And then he just, it was like a dam opened up. He just spilled all the beans. And I was like, mm, okay. Oh, and I wanted to smack fire out of her. But this was my senior year. Graduation was literally like the next week. But I did confront her. And I said, I've never fought over a man. But I will beat your ass over disrespect. But the only reason why I'm not going to beat your ass is because graduation's next week. And I'm not going to do that to my parents. I feel that. That, that was wise of you. So just... Just die. I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> for me, I honestly feel like anytime a situation can escalate yeah. beyond, you know, your normal exchange of words and possibly become something right. where somebody might go to jail, I'm going to tell the woman and mainly myself, like, enter this with caution. You right. know, like, don't run up like, what you mean? Who is this? No, don't do that. Don't, don't, I don't, I don't think that's why. But are you fighting over the man? Or are you fighting over the disrespect? I feel like it'll be disrespect. Like, especially given the situation that I just gave you. Like, anybody who, like, anybody who knows that, uh, you know, knows us, knows that we're married or whatever. Right. So, if if they if they find themselves in a situation entangled with him, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to be mad at him. But I'm going to get you. Right. Because you Dirk McGurk. Because you knew better. <laughs> you, Not Dirk McGurk. You knew better. Right. You right. knew better, and you you're not doing better, so you might need some help. Okay, I and can encouragement. see that situation, but it won't be over him. It'll just be like you knew you need you need if you didn't know, you are gonna know now. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you what so you. So what need. if she legitimately didn't know? If she legitimately didn't know, then that just makes it worse for him. I got you. You understand? I got you. In that kind of situation, I would definitely direct all, all yeah, all anger at the man. Man. You know, studies say that most people cheat on work trips. I'm almost sure most work trips come up because somebody trying to cheat. (laughs) 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 That's all I got. I mean, because half half people I know don't even need to go on trips for work. They people I know. That's also very true. So, I mean, I know there's movies and people traveling to do stuff like that or whatever, but... The not the people the jobs that I've had and my spouse has had we they don't require travel right not significant I can honestly say in my career I've traveled one time for work so I feel like if a trip just randomly <laughs> comes up I'm gonna go out of town they either going to cheat with somebody who live in that town or they trying to cheat with somebody to work with them and they are not trying to get caught because both remember, of them in the- do you remember that scene from Bad Boys the first one when um. They crash that truck on that bridge, and the helicopter comes and videotaping, and his children are watching the news report, and they're like, "I thought you said Daddy was in Cleveland," and the mom's like, "No, your Daddy wish he was in Cleveland," <laughs> and it it looks like he out here creeping, but he was you know hiding the witness, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was like, mm, I guess that is kind of people lie. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not going to get no work trip off. I'm sorry. I don't know, man. Work trip, I just, why? I just couldn't see myself. 
does that mean I don't care? Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how that makes I mean, you me... don't know yet. You don't yeah. know. You don't know yet. Like you said, until you get yourself in that situation. But honestly, I just don't think, like, I think your, your logic to kick in until you, like, don't go too far. Right. You know? But like, I'm, like I'm handle... also crazy, though. Like, I don't know. Like, what's too far? Like, what's too far for a girl who tried to take the, uh, the lug nuts off somebody's tire? Her yeah. freshman year of college. You're, you're really, you're real good. Right. <laughs> so what's too far for but me? But I feel like you also <laughs> know that, you know, you know, go, I'll get you real quick. So, yeah. You're also very, but see, but I feel like in that situation. you be justified. I'd be justified because it wasn't me, like, having just awful thoughts about someone. I got you. I you got know you. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I just feel like, I just, I hear the saying a lot, like, a real woman do this. So I feel like, is there some pressure for women to, you know, uh, confront but this other is women not freaking american gladiators like i'm not finna be out here fighting in the street every time you want to step out on me and i don't have the balls to walk away from you that's that's a good point you see what i'm saying like i'm not finna fight every single woman i'm not i'm not gonna fight for you to come back into my life only for you to do something bogus to me again like we're not gonna keep going through this circle because he knows damn well if the shoe were on the other foot he would have dropped me the first dude that I stepped out and with. Perfect segue, Carmen. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. Because that was basically like the don't mess with my man topic right there. Like, right. like what would you do and how would you do it? Because I just feel like there's extra pressure on women to kind of say something. You right. know, or they're just dumb or stupid if you don't say nothing. But that's not necessarily true. You know, sometimes you got to be logically, you know, you just got to be informed when you're making these moves. Like, you don't got to run up on every chick. You, right. you know, just... Handle your business. Like I don't, I don't necessarily feel like you have to say something. Right. In that, in the moment, in the heat of the moment. Like I feel like you can talk to him when y'all get separated from that situation. But don't just be jumping in fights because she looked like somebody that deserved to get beat up because she with your man. But the reason I enjoyed that segue is because when men or whoever does cheat and they understand, like you know, if this foot, if it was on a different foot or whatever like if it was the other person cheating instead of you how would you feel Mm -hmm. right so a lot of times when women do forgive men or men forgive women for stepping out um there's this thing that happens either i feel like they think they're gonna get even the other person's gonna get even Mm. because they hurt their feelings or they think that the person's gonna leave them like there's like i feel like they brace themselves for like the worst the worst like i, I want to stay here even though i have hurt our relationship but i sense that my retribution is coming mm. <laughs> you know uh, but do you want to be in a situation like that like if you feel like the get back is on its way do you really want to stay around and wait for it like living like the anticipation of oh when's the <laughs> other shoe gonna drop there it is okay all right yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't but most people you know, just try to, I mean, for me, like, I wouldn't want to be the person, like, I would get tired of being a person that's always forgiven. So, I wouldn't even, I don't want to not trust you. Like, I don't like not trusting. So, like, let's not do this. You, you see know? what I'm saying? I don't like that. I don't like, it's not cool. I don't want to not trust you. So, I'm done. But, like, if you know you're wrong and they are, like, trying to make it work, then I think there is some pressure to try to make, you know, try to stay. Despite. Okay. Pressure to stay. Kids. Okay. Finances. Mm-hmm. What else could be like pressure to stay? I guess kids and finances are really the, the main thing I mean, that keep folks together. Because here's the thing. We've been married 
two and a half years. You done stepped out. I done caught you. You got me. We done got a disturbing the peace charge, right? But we got this big-ass mortgage that neither one of us can handle on our own. We got three kids in private school. You see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like those are the situations that make people be like, we can make it work. Don't do this shit again because I'm not playing with you. Like, I can't take it because I literally can't take it by myself. Like, I can't take it. I mean, but, like, goodness, like, that that would make me fear commitment. Like, if you were certain that, you know, well, something can happen and go wrong, and here we are with all this stuff to, you know, keep up with, and then right. one of us are too dumb. So, okay, what if the man comes to this conclusion, right? Mm-hmm. And he stops what he's doing before the woman can find out, but she finds out anyway. Right. And he and he, he knows he wants to make right with his relationship because he doesn't want to, you know, live the life where he doesn't have his wife and his kids. And so the woman has to then go through her, whatever she has to go through to forgive him. Right. But, like, he knows that his betrayal has caused him not to be able to trust her. So now he questions if she's able to truly trust him. Your betrayal make you not trust the person that you betrayed. Right, because you you know, like, you got something coming. How, Sway? <laughs> that's what I'm, that's the you whole topic. got some... Nerd. That's why you don't. That's why I feel like you shouldn't step out because you can never. You you not gonna be able to determine when you got when it's coming back to you. But listen, that is why you have to truly know the person that you're with because if you know you get with somebody like me, I for an eye, damn it, and you best know it. <laughs> you go. You two. gonna watch me get dressed to go out and get this side piece, okay? Listen, like don't play with me. You have to know the person that you with. This if, is if, if you're with someone that's passive, then maybe, maybe she'll take it on the chin and then whatever. Listen, no, but I feel like all of them, are, like, they don't know whether you're going to just leave abruptly or if you're just going to, like, get even. Mm. And so then they, they start questioning your whereabouts like you the cheetah, you know? I'll be like, sir, you've lost all of your rights to ask where my location is. Okay. I'll drop a pen if I want to. <laughs> when I want to. You see what I'm saying? I tell you where I was when I'm leaving. <laughs> Listen, no, I'm good for that. Like I, I used to check in places after I've already left. I don't play. I don't want nobody running up on me. No thanks. Listen. Have you ever been in a club and the guy you was talking to just entered and was standing by you and you was like Where'd you come from? <laughs> well, no, that's never happened to me. Okay. Well, have you ever? <laughs> that's happened to me. Um, but have you ever? Um, I've run up on somebody in the midst of cheating. Listen, listen. Let me tell you what happened. I started <laughs> triggered. In the midst of cheating, I ran up on somebody in the midst of cheating. I ran up on my cousin's husband cheating on her. Okay, I think you told me that story. Yeah, I don't think the show heard it, but I think you told me the story. Well, Long before- story short, I got kicked out of B Dubs. <laughs> But she's still with him, which means I'm never finna run up on. If never I catch somebody again. cheating, it ain't none of my business. That's how that's how it ends up. I told you they be wanting to unlearn it. They just be waiting for them to come untell them. Ain't none of my business. <laughs> See, it never happened. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, but no. So I was. I forgot. I was living. I was in Houston, and yeah. we were at some club. I forget what it was called, but it was pretty hot uh-huh. at the time. And um, basically, there was like dudes. I remember standing in one spot, and there was this dude walking around and then these girls came walking around and then like 
the girl like look what you doing here and they literally to you no 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 to, oh. the, to the guy oh to okay. a random guy and like they started fighting and the guy got put out of the club because and when she's like it wasn't supposed to be here you know i was gonna be here you wasn't supposed to like i guess she got mad because he was watching her or you start putting out your business in the street baby. or or she got mad that he was out too like maybe he did not know she was gonna be there and he just happened to be out because she went out. He was going to go do his own thing. But why do you think she was so upset? I don't know. Like the fact that he was supposed to be in the house, maybe. Either it was either like he was mad. She was mad that he was there. Right. And he wasn't trusting her. Or she was mad that he left the house and he's supposed to be at home. Like I can only go out tonight, not you. Who wants to be in a relationship like that? Somebody <laughs> who just want a man? I don't know. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Somebody who just want a chick. Like, couldn't nobody, if you going out, you can be okay with the fact that I'm going out. Listen, I just had a flashback. I did have a guy pop up on me. Okay. One of my ex-boyfriends. Listen, I've had a lot of ex-boyfriends. My first ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. The one that stabbed in the neck? Yeah. My first ex-boyfriend. So, we had broken up by this point, and um, the Alphas was having their big, um, you know, hoopla in Chicago. And so I knew a few from the college that I was going to. So they invited me to, I know they invited me to a party and I don't know how he figured out that I was there, but he's beating on the door to the hotel suite. He like, let me in, let me in my girl in there. And I'm like, who? <laughs> Cause I'm trying to get my swerve on with this other guy. Right. Oh, no. And so then he starts, he was such a lame. He starts screaming, my cousin, an alpha, let me in my cousin, an alpha. And Ooh. they was like, but you not like, stop. <laughs> he got in. I don't know how. And then I ended up having to take him home. So was like, what, what did the guy say that you were there trying to get your swerve on? He just kind of just like vanished. I don't know what happened to him. I guess he figured like if this fool had, you know, the balls to figure out what suite that we were in. Cause it was a, cause like the, you know, the shindig was like down in the conference area or whatever. And then I guess people just broke off into like different suites inside of the hotel to, you know, have whatever little parties they was going to have, blah, 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 blah. So I don't even know how he found the suite that we were in. So I guess they figured, I guess he figured, look, it's crazy time. Let's go. Clearly there's something going on here and I don't even want to be mixed up in it. So I'm just going to fade to black. Right. And I was just like, how did you find me here? <laughs> and, I, and my, and like the girl, like my girlfriends that I was with, they was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, I swear I didn't say, did y'all say anything about like, where were we going to be? Or like, how did he find, how did he find me? <laughs> I was so annoyed. And, and, and I tried to ignore him the rest of the party, but he was literally like just sitting at a table, like watching me like a hog. And I was like, let's just go. My God. Look, how did you, how did you even get out to Schaumburg? Like you don't even have a car. Like how'd you get here? Ain't no trains running from Chicago to Schaumburg. Like stop playing with me. Say it. But yeah, so, um, no, it's it's a crazy thing. Relationships are weird. Uh, I do feel like people, when they they mess up, they mm-hmm. they kind of expect something to happen in return. So it does affect them, right? Um, and I think being hurt in relationships also like it 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 harms in the way that you deal with other relationships. 
Oh, we know. We all we know about baggage. You know what I'm saying? Because like for me, I'm just like that's why I'm so. As much as I want to be connected and attached to a person, I'm still extremely detached. Which is why, like, I'll be waiting for some shit to happen. And then when it happened, I'll be like, that's, okay, bye. That's another thing that <laughs> happens. Because, like, after you, like, get hurt and maybe you stay in a relationship, you're like, I'm giving you another time, another chance this time. But I'm waiting for you to mess up as soon as you do. Mm-mm. As soon as you But even up. after you leave that relationship and you try you, to you form take it with you. I still be like, you know, it's been going real good for about six months. You be leery. Well, where's she at? Or where's your crazy side at? Or where's your abusive side at? Or where's your... Where's your issues? Why you ain't see showing what I'm out? saying? So now I'm just extremely skeptical of almost everything. So that's I just be thing. like, bruh. I'm just going to chill. <laughs> well, girl, that's all I really have. The moral of the story is run up, get done up. <laughs> Don't mess with my man. I'm going to be the one. Okay, you know, and let's try not to bring excess baggage to new situations because it's not fair to the person who's really trying to cultivate something with you. Right. And, um, I mean, I guess we'll just stomp a bitch out if necessary. (laughs) Only if necessary. Only if necessary. Otherwise, you know, we'll logically think it through. Try. What do we have to lose? If it's too much. Right. (laughs) We don't want nothing. Like, if it's the chick at your part-time job, don't slap her. Right. Just. <laughs> just let it make it. Try. That's well, all, all we right. can ask is that, for trying. Just try. All right, then. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Reigning Opinions podcast, where our opinion reigns supreme. Feel free to follow the show across social media at Reigning Opinions Pod, and also send your questions to us via email, reigningopinionspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. You ain't a stand-up man when you fall and crawl back, you alone.